It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. Several shots were fired as President Kennedy's motorcade passed through downtown Dallas. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. Welcome to the Hagman Daily Show, weekdays 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And now your hosts, Joe Hagman and John Robertson. Hello and welcome to this Tuesday, July 24th, 2018 edition of the Hagman Daily Show. We got a lot to get into. We're going to be joined by Gons Shimerna in uh, maybe about a half hour, 25 minutes, a half hour, which is a, an addition John made this morning, and we are looking forward to that. There's a whole bunch of, of stuff going on, uh, both in the news and not so much in the front and center news, and we're going to talk about both. What's not really in the news is a story that's been circulating on the, uh, the, the back alleys of the web, if you will, on the internet forums and on the chans and whatnot, is this story about Hollywood. Apparently a Hollywood insider is, uh, is a, gets, saying some names, is, is telling some stories. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know the authenticity of this person. We've seen in the last few days a number of people from Patton Oswalt to Michael Ian Black to uh, James Gunn who was uh, fired from his role at Disney, uh, go down or at least be exposed for supporting pedophilia. And this Hollywood insider is saying that there is a lot more to come. Now, Sarah Silverman, we talked about this on the uh, show last night. John, did you get a chance to read that? Uh, I Look, I to be honest with you, Joe, I, I started and I just wasn't in the right mood last night. I can't stand Sarah Silverman. I do appreciate you putting dead getting it over to me in the manner that you did. But I got to be honest with you, brother. I, I gave it a once. I gave it a once over. So I'm going to, with that, with in all due honesty and respect, I'm going to hand it directly back to you. Okay, well, let's just do this. Let's uh, let's go over what this person says real quick. Uh, first of all, Sarah Silverman is at the front and center of this. She is uh, apparently attributed um, to saying, and there's a picture of her with text on her, she, she's holding her phone up. And it looks like she's taking a selfie uh, with a, a camera while she's holding the phone up that it has four big uh, words, words in big letters on her phone. It says, stand the F down. And this is what the text underneath it says. You think this is some sort of game. Do you not understand that you are effing with people's livelihoods here? These are real people's lives we're talking about. This is so wrong on so many levels. You all think you're so big and tough hiding behind a screen, you worthless, redneck, racist, inbred, 
you know, bleep, bleep, bleep. You have no idea who and what you are going up against. And in that regard, I think she's right. Uh, one thing you can't do is underestimate these people, especially when their backs are against the wall and they are desperate That's uh, a good point, to keep that exposed. And when they have the, when they're de- de- desperate to keep their secrets hidden and they have all the money and resources in the world, uh, do you not think they will use them in order to keep their secrets? Absolutely, they will. Anyway, Joe, they'll, goes, have you, they'll have you killed. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. But I, I think she underestimates, uh, you know, trying to take on the, the Internet as a whole. Uh, I think <laughs> like Christianity, you know, you can kill, uh, you know, a hundred of them and then a thousand more are going to pop up. That's just Amen. how this is. So and she goes on. Let me make something resoundingly clear to the cesspool and its inhabitants. You're not as all anonymous as you think you are. Far from it. What you're doing is tantamount to terrorism. And trust me, there will be serious repercussions. And the article goes on from there. Now, I don't know who wrote this. I don't know if I trust this person. But the only thing I can say, John, is you have a a confirming piece of information from a completely separate source that in his own way verifies exactly what we're talking about here. Uh, Not with Sarah Silverman, but with Hollywood, at least in general, uh, uh, being concerned about the coming exposure of a number of people. I'm hearing Tom Hanks is about to uh, go down Sarah Silverman might be exposed and this tom hanks thing is interesting um there's a twitter out there sarah ruth ashcraft people uh-huh. who aren't suing me because I i'm telling her the on truth twitter. so they can't my fan and then she goes on um tom hanks is one of those people and uh apparently this lady claims to be her his former sex slave i don't know that's well, what okay. i'm reading into this sarah 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 uh ruth ashcroft uh, I have followed on Twitter for some time. She is part of a, a huge coterie, Joe, of uh, people uh, uh, on Twitter who who are really intensely about the whole pedogate topic. And 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 this is not to. I've never. I'm not even sure I've directly communicated with Sarah Ruth Ashcroft, but we definitely follow each other. I'm not sure we've even DM. So I'm not. I don't want to besmirch her or, or denigrate her because she does put out a lot of great tweets. A lot of stuff about medical kidnapping, a lot of stuff about about the horror shows that happen in the 50 different states and, and their versions of Child Protective Services. So uh, to give credit where credit's due. However, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't make two points. Number one, um, I will not name a single name until my source contacts me. And the source that I have in Hollywood, and, I, and by the way, Joe, you, you know me, I hate doing this kind of 007, like trying to sound more... Let me let me just try to sound pretty important here right now. This is Double O Robertson coming your way. Well, no, I mean, but look, people it, need like, to understand. You worked in Hollywood for over a decade. You have almost two decades. Many friends and and people who, uh, if you needed to contact or wanted to contact, you still have a good relationship with, and some people you and do I have talked to. That's right, and I have been. I've actually been in contact with. Um, I put an app on my phone. I'm not going to say which one, uh, but I put an app on my phone that that instantaneously connected me with a bunch of guys who I think I mentioned this to you on the show yesterday. There was a rumor that I was dead, uh, which <laughs> I just, you left Hollywood. Yeah. Did I tell you that on the, I yeah, thought I you, told you, you that on the it. show yesterday. Yeah. There, there, there was a rumor that I had died, uh, which I'm surprised really made it much past the grist mill because my brother Google search. Well, not only, well, that's a good point, but not only that, uh, my brother, uh, Aaron Robertson, is very much alive and 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 uh, currently working as a lead man in Portland, Oregon. In fact, he's he's uh, probably uh, the, in the top two, three lead men in the entire state of Oregon, up in local. I think that's local 480. Uh, so, but, but anyway, I'm digressing. 
there is, Joe, this is the important part, okay? Uh, I have a connection with an individual who, um, who works in finance, who is not a quote unquote Hollywood guy, except that he is the silent money behind a number of films that many, many of our listeners have seen. And this, this is how this works, folks, just real quick. Um, often, very often, a silent investor will come into a film uh, right at the outset, and, and they'll, they'll put out what's called an LOI, which is a letter of intent, and then they will put a given amount of money into an escrow account. And that, that, when that first uh, uh, cash drop happens, that's when you're quote-unquote greenlit, okay? And then, and then you begin to package a film. So long story short, uh, let's say I'm a writer and I write a great script. And Joe, you're, you're a director and you've got two great films under your belt. You've got an indie from three years ago and then you did one with a major studio last year. So you're a known uh, name director. We happen to be friends. You love the script. Maybe you even helped work on it a little bit. So I attach you to the script and I say, okay, we are now looking for the money. John Robertson, known screenwriter with the following credits, Joe Hagman, known director, uh, especially in the world of directors, you're, you're, as, you're as good as your last film, you know, came off this, you know, smoking summer blockbuster last year. We, we are shopping this around town. That's the nomenclature. And then often a silent investor will come in and they will drop a significant amount of money. When I say significant, you know, we're talking a real deal budget film. We're talking an, uh, a drop of, of 2.5 to $5 million into an escrow account. That's that gets the film moving. That's when you can start to to uh, look for talent. And then what you start doing is you just start attaching people to the project. So we've got the writer. We've got the script. We've got the director. We're greenlit in the sense that we have a producer and we've got enough money to go into pre-production. Usually that silent investor will agree to a specific amount of money with a specific number, what we call points attached on the back end. And all that means is, uh, and in fact, I know a man who did this. I'm not going to say his name, but he did it with the passion of the Christ. He put in $3 million at the beginning of the film, because think about this, Joe, it's 2000, I think late 2001, early 2002, the passion came out in the, in the spring. It came out at Easter time of 2004. Now imagine pre passion of the Christ. Hey guys, I just wrote a script about Jesus Christ dying on the cross. Does anybody want to make it? I mean, in, in Hollywood, that would be like a joke, okay? So they took it outside of Hollywood. They took it to England. They took it to, to Rome, and they gained a lot of traction in, uh, in Italy, which is where they shot it, too, by the way. But, but the crew that did We Were Soldiers, the Mel Gibson Vietnam movie, one of the best war, war movies, in my opinion, out there, that same crew, uh, in many cases did a passion of the Christ. Okay. So, so anyway, the point is back to the money, a, a silent producer will say, I'm going to put in $3 million, but I'm taking X number of points on the back end. Now the, the gentleman that I am acquainted with, he put 3 million into passion of the Christ. And when it was all said and done, Joe, after foreign distribution receipts and everything was considered, he walked with just over $31 million. Okay. So, so he increased his investment 1000 fold. Now, that's why people like the individual I'm referring to who shall remain nameless. Uh, he, he's coming out. He's look, he's not going to be nameless forever. I was told by this individual two weeks ago, uh, to keep my powder dry, to, uh, be very careful about 
to whom I speak, particularly in Hollywood, New York, Vancouver, Toronto, all the film-centric areas, he said, keep your powder dry, keep your mouth shut, uh, there's something big coming, and this investigation, this is almost a direct quote, this investigation is about to yield fruit, and it is going to make Kevin Spacey, Harvey Weinstein, and the hashtag MeToo movement look like romper room. Some very big names are going down. Now, this is not my opinion. This was told to me by one of these individuals who is uh, in high finance, is a silent investor. Um, this is the type of executive producer who in some cases, not often, but in some cases, Joe, might not even have their name attached to the project. Because basically, it, when you're talking a thousand-fold return, they're, they're really effectively doing it for the money. So, so this is a – anyway, that's who this individual is. Um, his bona fides uh, are impeccable. His Hollywood experience and connections so far supersede my own, like we're not even on the same planet. But the reason that this gentleman and I interact is because, number one, we trust each other. And number two, we both have a really serious passion for putting an end to the, the pedophilia sickness in Hollywood. Joe, I'm sorry I spent so much time talking. Now I'm going to hand it back no, to you. No, no. It's uh, good to uh, to clarify and to give the listeners some uh, background as far as, uh, you know, because that's where you uh, came from before you were on Hagman Report is Hollywood. And whether, you know, there's some questions as to whether this uh, anonymous person, and I haven't published this on the website yet because we can't verify it. And there are names in here. Uh, and, you know, unless you want to set yourself up to be get sued. Not, really no, gotta... not, not only that, but we, Joe, listen, we can't publish any names because I could lose the bat phone connection I just got done describing. So yeah, we've yeah. got to, we've got to, we've got to remain dark. Uh, he promised me you're going to get a text. And he even, he even told me, he's like, if you're willing to, I call it shake the etch a sketch, which means rearrange the calendar. Um, and he adopted the term. He's like, listen, if you're willing to shake the etch a sketch, when I, when I give you the word, uh, I'll come on for half an hour or an hour, you know, like, like, post haste so uh, anyway back to you buddy well in this article um they, they they've been updating this too john since we read this last night uh they've attached uh examples as far as uh what mike cernovich has been doing they uh mike cernovich has been front and center on the uh james gunn thing and now they posted in this article white supremacist work to get guardians of the galaxy director james gunn fired and this is what they're they're labeling uh, Mike Cernovich, who's a Jewish lawyer, a white supremacist because he's exposing uh, these people. And then they show examples of other celebrities defending James Gunn, saying, uh, we need to give these people space to grow and learn from their past. Yes, he said some disgusting things, but oh, that's such a, Mike that's... Cernovich from the alt-right has weaponized the left's morality. That he's is... not operating in good faith. Oh, I just threw up in my mouth. What the, the way that that quote that you just read about, we need to give these people room yeah. to grow and learn. That is so friggin' Hollywood, Joe. It's the I, pedophile I think apologist. Not, that is that is that is the exact kind of euphemistic bullcrap that they that there's almost there's almost like a Hollywood speak. In fact, my first couple years in back in like oh one, oh two, I thought about actually writing a Hollywood dictionary of terms because there are as many uh unique uh, terminologies as there are in the military. Okay. And if, and if, and the bottom line is if you don't work on sets, you, you may know two or three of these, you may know, for example, that when something's wrapped, it's in the can 
but you don't you don't understand what it means when somebody says that uh, so and so's in the bucket. Well, what that actually means is from the sound department, it means they're echoing and, and we need to adjust their sound. They're in the bucket. So there's all this terminology and what you just that euphemization, that 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 pedophile apologist garbage you just read. That is exactly how the higher ups in Hollywood speak. And I have a quick word on Cernovich as well. And I'll hand it back to you. Uh, I have never uh, interacted personally with Mike Cernovich. He has retweeted a couple of my tweets uh, over the whatever year and a half I've been on Twitter. Um, he demanded a, a hashtag denounce Hollywood. Uh, I threw a picture up of a couple of my union cards and I said, I stated my name and your local union number, the whole thing. I said, I, I said, I denounce it. I, I, I hit that hashtag six months ago. So Cernovich and I are not really, we're, we're mildly connected on Twitter, but this is what Mike Cernovich has got to know. And if anybody is connected with him and you can get this message to him, uh, I'm told that he's a, he's a family man. He's a, he's a decent guy. He needs to remain very public and he needs to disseminate his information. Now, if he's just jumped, if he's just jumped James Gunn because James Gunn's got the biggest target on his back, he took the place of this Joel Davis uh, guy that we talked about yesterday, uh, then, then Cernovich is okay. But Mike, I'm telling you something, brother. If you've got inside information, if you've got names, dates, et cetera, you have, you've got to disseminate and you've got to go public and stay public or you they will Breitbart you. It is that simple. And Joe, I don't want to sound like I'm uh, trying to talk again like a tough guy or use hyperbole here, but, but let me be very clear. You can get killed a lot faster by crossing Hollywood than you can, for example, by, by crossing the government. Like the idea that, oh, you know, the deep state, the robocops are going to kick in your front door with flashbangs and they're going to assassinate you at four in the morning. That kind of stuff does happen. But you're a whole lot more likely to catch a nine milli uh, that's got Hollywood's money behind it than you are anything from the government. And, and that's a good point, John, because uh, one thing we do know, you know, the deep state is uh, that, I mean, they they're more careful when when these people I mean, that the deep state is is been exposed and, and people either believe it or not. Uh, but this is a whole different story. When you start when you're talking about this whole industry of Hollywood, this Hollywood entertainment industry, who has been, you know, the loudest voices of this me in the lecturing of the Me Too movement. And as this article says, the constant lecturing about secular sex ethics with this Me Too movement, why are these same people, uh, you know, so afraid and so angry at the exposure of pedophiles? What do they have to hide? And I'm not sure if it was uh, Honeybee or Tracy Beans who, who initially said this, but uh, I, I agree wholeheartedly is that the Me Too movement was it came out at a very opportune time for Hollywood because if you remember that was in the middle of the whole Pizzagate scandal and I think they used a few scapegoats like Harvey Weinstein and others to perpetrate this Me Too movement as a, the the uh, the root of the problem and they did that as a cover for the actual problem which is the pedophilia and to make it look like you know they're they're morally outraged and you know you see people like Meryl Streep le lecturing us on uh, on uh, the abuse or the treatment of women when she supports Roman Polanski, a pedophile, a known pedophile who who raped a child, and um, you know these people are definitely hiding something. But you make a good point, John. The, when these people, I mean, it's like a caged animal being up against the the back of a wall. They only have one thing that left to do, and that is to attack. And that's exactly what these people will do if their livelihoods, if their reputations 
are on the line. They and, w- and, and they're not, and a lot of them, sorry, Joe, a lot of them are not the brightest people, by the way. Okay. It, 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 what it takes to get into Hollywood is it takes charisma and moxie, but it also takes a, 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 a psychopathic or sociopathic uh, mindset. I think uh, Chris Dwayne, uh, Sons of Liberty Academy on YouTube, did a great uh, piece like four or five years ago about the question was, do you have to be a psychopath to become president of the United States? Okay, now I'm, I don't want to get too far out in the weeds here, but but the idea was um, how manipulative, how uh, how uh, disregarding of others' feelings must you be to get to the highest echelon of politics? Well, I will take that template as laid out by Chris Dwayne, a good friend of Sean over at SGT Report, by the way. I will take that template and superimpose it over Hollywood. You don't have to be the brightest bulb in the tree to be a big shot in Hollywood. You've got to be uh, manipulative, charismatic. Uh, you've got to definitely uh, know when it's jump time. Uh, it doesn't hurt to have what they what they call your FU money. Um, basically, what that means is you've made enough money on one or two projects that even if a project you're signed on to goes completely south, you've got your FU money, which means you can walk in, slam the, slam the table, slam the, the chair and say, F you, I'm out of here. And you've got your 20, 30 mil in the bank. So you, you're going to be okay till the next project. It, it, these people, a lot of these people, and remember the history that I've mapped out many times, Joe, on a lot of these public platforms, Hollywood was built by, by cutthroats. Hollywood was built by uh, by East Coast, Lower East Side, Hell's Kitchen type uh, young Jewish entrepreneurial kids, many of whom were fatherless. Uh, and at a time in this country's culture, at a, at a cross section of culture where politically the, the progressives were trying to change the world overnight. Uh, it was the midst of, uh, of the, be- the beginnings of prohibition and the gangster era, electricity, steam. I mean, this was just a real massive cross culture, this intersection where these kids came from. But I'm telling you what, you look at the Louis B. Mayers, you look at the Adolf Zuckers, you look at the Max Sinet types who came west uh, from New York City and started Hollywood, it hasn't changed. These people, they know how to push buttons and make things happen. And I'm telling you, Joe, when I ran afoul of Hollywood on the Hagman Report, and I, 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 I punched it up with a few pieces on Caravan to Midnight as well, when that happened, you know fully well, because we used to talk on the phone from time to time. I, I would, See, I was the opposite of Cernovich. I didn't have a public platform. Mike Cernovich is a very highly public figure. So his public persona will protect him. And as an attorney, I'm sure he's got very good advisors around him, uh, giving him hopefully the same advice I am, which is public, public, public. Now, see, I John, was the opposite. Let's be honest. If, they, if these people want to kill you or any of us, if they really intend on doing it, they're going to oh, do gonna it regardless you. of who yeah, you are. They're, they're, they're going to they're they're get you. They're going to get you. And, and, and it's a sad statement of where we're at as a society. But, but frankly, Joe, to wrap, this, to wrap this up, and thank you for giving me so much mic time the first half of today. We've got Gons coming in, and I'm really excited to, uh, to hear from, uh, from Gons Shamira, face like the sun. I don't know about you, Joe. I have no idea what we're going to talk about, but uh, I'm really uh, thrilled to have him coming on in. Well, yeah, and you know, uh, I guess before we bring him on, other news of the day, the uh, tensions in the Middle East continue as Israel has been launching an, an offensive against Gaza uh, since Friday, but now it's uh, the main headline on Drudge, Israel downs Syrian warplane, and we continue to see the uh, uh, the tensions in the Middle East uh, build up and, um, you know, what's going to happen with this, well, and how prophetic is this? 
it's definitely something that we need to follow. But Assad is still in power, and there's no indication that his grip on power, even after this horrific civil war that his country has been uh, brought into, um, you know, by the the deep state, the manufactured terrorist groups like ISIS, which were backed by our government as well, um, war-torn countries, uh, or war-torn nations of Syria, even in the midst of that attack, there was no indication that he was going to lose power. And it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case now. So as we see this uh, tit-for-tat, you know, Israel shoots down a Syrian warplane and on and on and on. I mean, this is just going to continue to, to be like this until there's an escalation or a de-escalation in the conflict. So, I mean, we follow the news, we follow the headlines, but, um, you know, this is for whatever reason that that whole region, you know, it's biblical, but it's, uh, it's war-torn right now. And we're going to continue to see headlines like this um, as we move forward. So just, as I said, something to keep an eye on. But I would say uh, not out of the ordinary for what we've been seeing in the Middle East over the last five to ten years. Now, um, I'm going to bring Gons on. What's his, his his face like the sun, right? That's his. Uh, that's and you know, his... having having spent time with him in Spokane, his face really is like the sun. The man, <laughs> ra- he radiates the spirit of Christ. No, really, uh, in all seriousness, a honeybee, the Liberty columnist, and myself, we got to hang out with Gons for like two or three days. And Joe, I'm telling you, man, you just instantly like the guy. I mean, he's laid back, he's cool, he's smart, he's funny. He's just a chill dude. I'm really grateful to the Lord that uh, that I got to become acquainted with Gon Shimura. He's, a, he's just a cool dude. Yeah. Um, wait a second. Hold on. Okay, so we're going to hear this annoying Skype noise, which I can't uh, shut down for whatever reason. Okay. And the, excuse me, these stupid prompts. You can be connected to only one call at a time. Do you want to hang up the current call? What are you talking about, Skype? No, I don't want it. Uh, Peter was right. You know the um, the what they did to Skype here. Okay, I can add this way. Um, what they did to Skype is really dumb it down. And they, you know, they really did. There, there's a point, listeners, where you've built like the perfect machine or you've built a great car. So just chill out. People do this with software all the time. Well, we've got to advance. We've got to go to 10.3, 10.4. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes 10.3 is working great. And all these new bells and whistles on Skype are annoying. Um, shall I send Gons a smoke signal? Well, no, I, I just uh, I just called him. I don't know if he's on or not. Um, I don't Let's, hear it ring. Let me see if I can if I can add him here. Let me see. Let me see. Okay, so uh, go to call. So okay, what, wait. Let's see here. Okay, so up in your top right, Joe, you've got that little circle with the person and the plus sign. Yes, I'm doing that. Should right should now. be next to my beautiful face. All right. Okay, so apparently, yeah, I don't like this Skype. This Skype is really something else. And um, all right, let me see. What did I do here? Yeah, I see the. I had the person. Now it's not bringing up his name. Uh, when I do this, so, okay. So um, I just out. I just texted him. Uh, bear with us, listeners. Uh, I just texted him just to double check that we that in case you need to punch his Skype in. Yeah, if uh, you can text him, tell him to call me. Tell Joe, him to call I our am, Skype. Okay, I'm gonna. All right, so uh, I'm just gonna ask him to call in. Okay, call in to and your Skype, correct? Yes. Okay, I am covering that right now. Thanks, John. I don't know. I Not mean, a problem. In fact, you know what? Take it. Uh, take it for uh, ninety seconds. Joe, hit a piece of news. I, I need to make sure we get Gons. 
Okay. Yeah. Now. Okay. Here. He's calling. Um, oh, answering well, this call case... will place your active call on hold. Oh my gosh. All right. Um. You know. Well, bring in Gons, <laughs> and if it cuts me out, then I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh my goodness. You want me to do that seriously? Yeah. I mean, what this? else? Okay, if we on. can't three-way it, I mean, I don't. Uh... Let me try this a uh, different way. It's like um, I, I go to hit add call. And it's like he was removed from my contacts. It's the weirdest thing. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to talk to Gons. Just uh, hang loose, Joe. Give people a piece of news. Um, and, uh, okay, I just got a really funny text from from Gons. If um, I could punch Skype in the face, I would definitely here's, do here's, that. Here's, here's what we're going to do. Uh, I am actually, uh, okay, um, Folks, this is this is this is what you get. This is the down and dirty side of uh, of broadcasting. Um, I am just asking Gons to uh, he he's got a uh, a baby issue. We'll just and I mean an actual little baby. He's got a baby issue. We'll leave it at that. Uh, so I'm just asking him to please call my cell when he's finished. It looks like we'll have more like 15 minutes with Gons okay. Shamira today. And our apologies, uh, listeners. The bottom line is Skype. Um, quote unquote upgraded what about seven eight days ago Joe I wouldn't call it an upgrade but yeah no I wouldn't you're right I'm being kind it's 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 a major pain in the butt is what it is and and something as simple as bringing a third party on and Joe you and I have been on many Skype calls where there's five or six of us oh yeah uh, yeah and and we cannot bring uh, uh which it doesn't matter if it's Gon Shamira or Pastor David Langford we can't we can't bring him in. Or apparently the current call, uh, I guess what drops off or something. I mean, I, whatever. No, okay. Well, see, this is the thing. I I added him to something, but it didn't call him, and now he's not in my contacts anymore. And when I go to add him to the call, his name doesn't come up. I'm texting you his Skype right now. Yeah, no, I I have it. I just uh, and we're connected, but Skype is just not recognizing it. And, uh, you know, they, as Peter said yesterday, I have not had time to sit down and play with this new Skype update, but from what I, uh, see, they have really dumbed it down and, uh, they've messed it up big time. Now that you yeah. mention it, Joe, I actually manned the spaceship for a couple minutes. Uh, while Eric, uh, Peter was a good 10 minutes late last night and he and Eric, um, I could, so I'm sitting at this for all the listeners who care about any of this. I'm sitting at what we call the spaceship, which is where Wirecast is, and that's where all the Macs, the big iMacs are, and it's what powers the show. And Eric taught me, and Joe knows how to do it, too. It's, it's, it's fun. He's, he's taught us how to um, edit to jump from one screen to the next to the next. So you've got Doug, then Joe, then Doug, then Joe, then the guest, and what have you. So I will sit in from time to time and basically just be the mouse clicker. So I'm mouse clicking last night, but I can see on one of the MacBooks what is happening between Peter and tech Eric and neither one of them look happy. Okay. I mean, you can, you can see that there's frustration. Cheeks are getting pink. Uh, you, you know, cell phones are, uh, the hands are starting to shake. Cell phones are start. People are punching numbers on the cell phone. Like they're trying to put their finger through the phone. I mean, it was really a mess, uh, trying to bring Peterberry Chaka on last night. Uh, but, uh, Joe, while we're waiting for Gons, let's, let's take just 60 seconds and talk quickly about, uh, that debut guest we had on last night, Gina Jernukian. What an interesting uh, 30 minutes that was. Well, yeah, it was. And she uh, has an organization that 
unbrands people who have been branded by uh, sexual cults or uh, like Nexium. And, you know, I didn't know that this, this was that prevalent or that much of a thing. Um, I guess I understand the mentality behind it. But, Honestly, uh, I didn't either, Joe. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't see the, the need, or I guess I didn't understand the need for uh, somebody to be out there to unbrand these people who have been uh, li- literally uh, like a cattle prod branded as some sort of property. And she described how, uh, say you're, uh, you know, you, you could have multiple brandings depending on, how, you know, if you're sold, if you're in sex slavery, if it, and, the, and these sexual uh, cults that are out there. There, it must be a much, I mean, you hear stories like R. Kelly, he's got his own little sex cult. You got, you got all these weird celebrities that have, uh, uh, you know, these, I guess, terrible habits, these awful things where they abuse other people. And it is um, a real problem. And that Allison Mack, who was one of the, the uh, main uh, defendants now in this Nexium case, is uh, being charged with child trafficking which is underplayed in the news and not really talked about. And why is it? And we, this is a question that we ask about everything else, so why not this? What is with the news media and their willingness to cover up, <coughs> my gosh, excuse me, to cover up, whether it's the crimes of the deep state and the Obama administration and the FBI and DOJ and their conspiracy against Trump to... Pizzagate to pedophilia in Hollywood. What's this incestuous relationship between the media and Hollywood? Well, I'll tell you exactly what it is. They're one in the same industry. The people who you see on TV, on mainstream news networks, are paid millions of dollars to read propaganda from a teleprompter that is written by these think tanks who are running the propaganda wing of the deep state. And just like a movie, you get paid to play a role to read a script on camera. That's no different from what the media is doing now. They're no longer independent. They're no longer people who are after a truth or after the truth. These people are there to cover up the truth and to spread lies and disinformation. And this has changed. I mean, maybe that's always been that way to some extent, but it's really changed over the last five to 10 years where they have uh, openly, openly uh, sided with the pedophiles openly sided with the evil uh, of this world. And it makes you wonder, you know, why, what, what, what's their involvement in all this? And I believe that much like we're going to hear about these uh, name drops of actors and actresses who are uh, engaged in these type of, of activities, uh, whether with children or sex cults or whatever, you're going to see some news people and their involvement in this, I believe uh, is yes, just as you bad. Are. Yeah. You know, I, I Joe, I'm telling you what, I, uh, the, the, one of the hardest, okay, first of all, Gon Shimura quickly. I just spoke with Gons. He's doing great. He wishes everybody on the Hagman Daily Show a wonderful day today. I have rescheduled him for Thursday. Gons has not updated his Skype to the, to, to, the, to the one that we're dealing with now. And of course he can do that, but by the time he does it, reboots, et cetera, we've lost almost all of his talk time. So, uh, Gon Shimura, face like the sun. Uh, for any of our listeners who are not familiar with Gons, go to Face Like the Sun on YouTube and, man, brew a pot of coffee, grab a cat, grab your dog. You can spend – Joe, you can attest to this. You can spend hours uh, with the work that Gon Shamira does. He is truly oh, yeah. a, a great heart for Christ but also just a great mind. 
Yeah. So, you no, know, he is. He does have a great mind. And, is, again, his YouTube channel, Face Like the Sun. Um, it, it's, so uh, he will join us Thursday, Joe. Great content. If you have, uh, if you want to play something in the background while you're doing dishes or cleaning or whatever it is uh, that you're doing, that is uh, a great channel to, to play. But also it's great if you're sitting there intent, paying attention and taking notes. And taking notes, absolutely. Now, Joe, let me, let me just uh, grab a, a quick uh, comment on what you were saying uh, as I came back in after speaking briefly with our friend Don Shamira. Um, as I said yesterday, and I want this is a warning to all of our listeners, and, and please, folks, this is, this is as sincere and heartfelt as I can make it. Understand that all the roads, all of them, whether you're a, whether you're a, a Wall Street shark or a DC swamp monster or a Hollywood shyster or a Vegas high roller or a Miami Beach Coke dealer, whatever, whatever high rolling, uh, you know, Jay-Z type lifestyle you're living, whatever kind of Instagram you're rolling, at the end of the day, the people that control the power echelons, not all of them, but many of them have given themselves over to an actual worship of Satan. Now, I know most of our listeners know this, but I'm going to connect the dots, Joe, because it's so important because we're talking about protecting our listeners' lives and souls. When you start to push back against what we call pedogate, okay, when you start to retweet hashtag uh, James Gunn or hashtag Brian Singer or some of the stuff that I tweet out, be advised that you are granted to a minor extent, but you are going into the devil's chamber and you're punching him in the nose because the, the, the rape, the abuse, the torture, the, 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 the consuming of adrenochrome, the consuming of the flesh of the defenseless, which again goes all the way back to the Babylonians, Joe. We've heard, I've heard, we've heard everybody from yourself to uh, Doc Marquis uh, discussed this for years on the Hagman Report. Unfortunately, this stuff has been around for millennia. It's in the Bible in a lot of places. So understand that this is not a terrestrial fight where we're going to get the FBI and we're going to get Donald Trump, President Donald Trump, and we're going to somehow stop pedophilia. No, this is a spiritual brawl writ large. This is this is the blowout. This is D-Day. Okay, this is uh, seriously, this is like we're in the boats coming ashore and we got a lot of MG42s pointed at us. That's what this is all about, because the sacrifice of the young, as written in, in the 1920s through the 1940s by Aleister Crowley, uh, uh, he wrote, and this is almost a direct quote, that, that one of the most pleasing sacrifices to Satan is a young boy, preferably under three years of age. I mean, that's right out of his writings. Unfortunately, I had to memorize the garbage to do some of my shows a few years back. But look, Joe, this pedophilia thing is not going to be fought and won on Twitter. With no offense to Craig Sawyer, who I love like a brother. I mean, I, I would take a bullet for the guy. But it's not going to be fought and won by Vets for Child Rescue. It's going to be fought and won in the throne room of the Almighty. That's the only place that this battle is really going to go down. And that's very well said, John. And very accurate because we sometimes forget those components of these battles that we find ourselves in or facing. And you said it perfectly. You're going into the uh, you're going into the devil's house and, and, and basically calling him out. So you need to be uh, tread lightly. Now, um, in the same uh, thread, I, I don't know if you've got a chance. I know you've been following 
Lionel's work for a while, but he put up a new video. Yeah, I actually got a couple of shout outs the other day, if you can believe that. Holly Weird is making the biggest, let's see, I got to open this video up to see the whole title, but basically it's saying Hollywood is uh, making the biggest mistake by defending, okay, in, in defending uh, James Gunn, America won't forget. And he you know, posted this uh, just for people out there yesterday. You'll you'll like this. Uh, I, I got a couple shout outs on Lionel. And, and to be perfectly honest, it's easy to do. If you, uh, what do they call it? Super chat or whatever him, then then you get the shout out for sure. So uh, so you drop a couple bucks on the Lionel channel and then you get to say your pithy comment and a few hundred, a few thousand people here at live or whatever. And I said, citizen, I said, I said, citizen journalists, comma, facts, please stop smoking the hopium. And Lionel really and Joe, of course, you, 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 you created that word as far as I know, but Lionel really liked that hopium thing. And then the other thing I dropped in the same conversation, this was on, I believe, Sunday morning was, uh, remember, hashtag James Gunn, remember, you, every single one of you hold the box office power. See, these people are powerless. First of all, again, I want to reiterate, Hollywood is run by a bunch of reprobates. Hollywood is not rocket science, okay? Hollywood is is a a manipulative, cutthroat, many of the unions, including my own union, the International Alliance of Theatrical and Stage Employees, I was an affiliated property craft person's local 44. And for all of you naysayers, my union number was 10603. So go pound sand. But anyway, um, it was started as a money laundering scheme, much of it. So my point is, these people are, they can be incredibly dangerous, incredibly vindictive. And I'm telling you, Joe, I see a, a, a demonic spirit on Sarah Silverman. I see a demonic spirit on Whoopi Goldberg, much the same as I saw a demonic spirit on Hillary Rodham Clinton throughout the 2016 campaign. Well, yeah, and to defend the uh, indefensible, to defend the pedophiles, to defend uh, the people who are committing these atrocious acts uh, is terrible, and it is not going to go unnoticed, you know, by when, if and when this information drops. Uh, you know, these people like Sarah Silverman will be outed for exactly what they are, uh, which is, you know, part of the problem. And what we do with people like that after everything comes out, you know, probably nothing. They'll probably, uh, uh, you know, just stay silent, continue their, their activities and resume their Hollywood career. You know, uh, it, they'll just take like a small leave of absence for a few months. And that's the the way of the world, unfortunately, kind of like a uh, what we see with uh, the D.C. political establishment. We have this whole conspiracy against Donald Trump and for Hillary Clinton uncovered and all the evidence that we need, yet many of these people still have jobs. Many of these people still have their security clearances. They're still getting a pension. They're not in jail. Why is that? And it's because I believe if these people got who got caught at what they were doing, uh, the other side plays their, their games too, and they want these people to remember next time they're caught playing their own games that you know they uh they went easy on them so i mean basically washington dc is a cesspool of corruption much like hollywood is and it's not a question of of uh you know doing illegal activities because that's the norm the question is being able to keep it under wraps and put a lid on it until you uh unless you get exposed which is what these people fear the most, exposure. And it is, uh, you know, as we talked about, very dangerous to go around name-dropping. But 
just for people who are interested, who want to read uh, what it is we're referring to, there, this site, I have no idea what this is. It's called neorevolt.com, and this is where I found this article. Okay, and I've, and I've read this. Hold on a sec. I've, I've read this, so let's just do a quick disclaimer. This is from Neo Revolt. We're just going to go verbatim, right, Joe? Right. Okay. Um, and it, it's uh, Hollywood Renegades, how Hollywood insiders are taking the cabal from the inside out. Uh, Hollywood's the Great Awakening. And uh, one of the things I find interesting, the only name I'll drop, and I've held this uh, personal belief, and I don't know how many people, other people feel this way, but Michael Jackson, he was the subject of a lot of uh, uh, pedophilia, trying to link him to pedophilia. And I've always believed that he has never been guilty of that, that he was always innocent. And that's one thing that is mentioned in this article. Now, again, this is not confirmed. This is I don't know if this is true or not. Um, but they say that, no, he was uh, he tried to protect people like that uh, who were who were uh, victims of that because he went through it himself. And apparently his father was uh, pretty guilty when it comes to what uh, this whole pedophilia thing from these Joe, sources. I- I'm inclined. I apologize. We have a little no, no. bit of skippity do going on here. Uh, but but I'm inclined. I, I want to get listeners to check in with us. Uh, a lot of Hagman Daily Show listeners, they DM me on Twitter. Uh, so that's a really fast way to, to get to Joe or myself, uh, just the, uh, at Robertson John. Or you can email us. Uh, uh, Joe Hagman at Yahoo.com is a good one. Um, but, but, but check in with us on this specific topic. Michael Jackson, guilty of pedophilia or not? It's that simple. Uh, uh, I want to hear from listeners, please. We'll talk about this later in the week. But Joe, as as crazy as all the evidence and as creepy as as the 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 uh, Neverland uh, environment, which still exists today, it's it actually it's got that kind of creepy, dilapidated amusement park kind of feel to it now. But in spite of all of that, I have a funny feeling in my gut, just like you, that Michael Jackson was innocent of actual pedophilia. Yeah. I think he was a victim of it when he was a kid. And we learned, what, just a few weeks ago that he was given uh, um, substances to keep him from hitting puberty. To keep his, So his father, his father wanted to keep his voice uh, from going through puberty. So he was given like anti-aging or anti... Uh, basically, it stunted his growth. And, and I think that had a lot to do with the way and how, you know, what happened to him, the way he was treated. I think that has a lot to do with the way he turned out. But I didn't, I never believed that Michael Jackson, uh, uh, did he, was he very weird? Did he have a weird af- affection for children? Absolutely. But what if he wasn't a pedophile? What if he actually, with a pure heart, was trying to protect them? And Corey Feldman actually talked about that. Uh, he, he was, Corey Feldman was asked, you know, uh, he spent a lot of time with Michael Jackson when he was a kid, when he was going through his own uh, uh, being a victim of this uh, pedophilia. And he uh, stated without any shadow of a doubt that Michael Jackson not only uh, never was inappropriate with him, but was a very good friend and uh, uh, basically a protector, uh, a safe place, a haven to go to uh, when this stuff was happening. And I found that very interesting, too. So I guess the question is, is this article, John, is the information in this article accurate or is somebody uh, I, I tend to believe it is, but we can't. Uh, just take our beliefs, you know, and run with them, Joe. But in in my experience, I, I don't think this is a you know I don't believe the Q stuff. And when I say I don't believe it, it's not that I don't agree with the message or I don't agree with the the information that's being put out. I don't agree with the way it's being done, and I don't agree with 
a lot of what he said because if people remember he started out by talking about hillary clinton and john podesta being detained and arrested and going to guantanamo bay and having ankle monitors on and it was all this stuff that was been proven not to be true but somehow that is lost on all these people who follow him and thing saying things like disinformation is necessary and uh you know the public is only going to get to see f- we, we got to keep 60 percent of this hidden because the public can't handle it all these uh it, it's it's like an apologist so at the same time that you know he's dropping truth which uh, in my opinion uh Giving people a bunch of riddles and, and uh, you know, weird half sentences is not dropping truth. Uh, the, a much better job could be done. Uh, there's this huge cult following around him. And, and these people, as Peter Chalka said yesterday, you know, if you don't agree wholeheartedly with everything that this Q and his followers say, you're basically, uh, you know, equivalent to Hillary Clinton in their eyes. So, um, but, but for whatever reason, this rings very true to me. Now, I don't know about the names in here, but... Uh, there are some names that are dropped, and uh, again, Sarah Silverman addressing the people going after James Gunn, the Mike Cernoviches, the people on Twitter. Uh, why would she do that as the article? And remember, Sarah Silverman said this, I hope the Jews did kill Christ. I'd do it again if I could. I'd effing do it again. I don't care. She also dated Jimmy Kimball, and uh, why would you <laughs> Why would you do she's, this? Why would she's you put yourself in this position? This. That's she, she's demonic. I mean, it's just by be I mean, defending nope. this, by, by putting out what she did, doesn't it say basically that she's involved in this to some degree? Absolutely. Uh, Joe, I'm going to just uh, we've got uh, we've got about, what, seven minutes left, something like that. And I want to remind people we got about 10. minutes. Um, OK, I want to remind uh, our listeners what you know, what we're dealing with here. Um, and it's, it's really simple, but we've got to be reminded of this over and over again. Okay. And I'm going to just quickly read from Ephesians chapter six, and then we're going to go real fast and I'm going to give it back to you. But, but this is, this is what you must have. If you want to get in the pedo gate fight, all of you listeners, whether you want to get on Twitter, start blogging, call into a talk show, uh, uh, get involved in a local chapter or get involved with somebody like our guest last night, Gina Jernukian who removes tattoos and, and, and uh, branding from victims. Where, wherever you want to take your fight, you got to do this first. And this is the whole armor of God. Ephesians ch- six, ch- uh, chapter 6, verse 10 from the, from the ESV. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may, a- that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Folks, we are, we are in the evil day right now. So that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all of the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying 
okay, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's why I'm dropping the word of God on the daily show right now. And I'm almost done. Uh, verse 18, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. And, and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Now, that is, please, please listeners, don't even throw the first punch unless you understand what I just read. Joe? Very good, John, and thank you for reading that because it is so important that people understand the battle that they are in, and you said it best earlier, uh, you know, all this starts in the spiritual realm, so make sure that you are, uh, you know, uh, in your faith, actively in your faith, and you're, and you're prayed up um, when you get into this, because this is, I mean, a lot of people can't even read these articles that, uh, you know, don't even describe, I mean, they just basically... Uh, mention it or reference what is happening and that is enough to to make people uh freak out i mean we have this culture where you know hear no evil see no evil uh speak all the evil where people want to uh you know they want to have their vulgarity in their in their music and in their entertainment in their tv shows but when it is uh actual real um things happening in real life they turn their back on it because it's too real for them you know, they're used to the world of, of make-believe and whether they don't want to handle it or admit it or they can't handle it. And uh, whatever it is that turns people off to this kind of information um, is very active. And we see no matter what level of exposure we get, even if the mainstream media bought hook, line, and sinker into, we'll say, the Pizzagate, how many people still would refuse to believe it? Uh, I think it, it's pretty high. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think I'm getting over a cold. I, I keep coughing. I've been coughing the last. Yeah, few you've days. sounded a, you've sounded a little snurfly the last couple of days, Joe. I apologize listen, for you, coughing on air. I can't get to the mute button fast enough. You've made some excellent points uh, throughout the course of this discussion today, and and listeners, I want to advise all of you. We didn't pregame planning on talking. In fact, to be honest, Joe, I don't I don't think you mind me telling the listeners this: pedophilia, child trafficking. Uh, all of it. It, 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 Joe and I hate talking about it. We, we, least in favorite person, topic. least favorite topic. When we're driving around together in the car or we're going out to the store or get a bite or something, we cut each other off regularly and be like, you know what, dude, enough. I just, I can't take it. And Joe, I want to tell you something, man, from the heart. I'll make this my final comment. When we had Matt Valentinus from an open secret on about four or five months ago on the Hagman report, um, for all of our listeners, we sit in kind of a bullpen environment, okay? Uh, and and as I listened to Matt, my heart was breaking because I thought about all of these moments standing on all these different sets at Warner Brothers, at Disney, at Paramount, at Sony. And I thought about these young people that I worked with and and, and their strange demeanors and, and this weird spirit, this thing that I couldn't put my finger on back then because I didn't know. And, and, and Joe, it just, it just, it broke my heart and it nauseated me. So, so listeners, it's really hard for us to throw down shows like this. And, and Joe, I'll give it back to you and I'll make that my last comment for today. Yeah. I mean, we, we've seen, uh, times where, you know, setting up shows, talking about this very thing have resulted in, uh, technological glitches, uh, 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 
anger from certain people out of nowhere. Just very odd uh, indicators that you're trying to be be, be hindered, at least in the uh, by the spiritual realm. And, you know, we did not plan on talking about this, John. We talked a little bit off air, um, you know, before we started, but we did not get into what we were going to discuss uh, on the show. And, uh, you know, it, it's very interesting to see this unfold. But again, the insider, the Anon, uh, is he telling the truth? I believe so. We will soon see, according to your source and according to other people, the uh, the, the public exposure on this is going to be quick. I mean, we're talking before the summer's over. So it is very uh, something to, to bookmark on your computer, put it in a special file. Uh, you know, I, I create new files all the time in my in my bookmarks. I'll, I'll you know today's news I'll use uh, where I'm emptying it and filling it up each day depending on uh, the news cycle and and uh, you know research or following stories. I'll create lots of folders like that. Create a folder like that. Park this away until uh, we hear more about it, whether it's it's confirmed or denied, and then go back and check the accuracy of the uh, uh, original post of this person who's talking about you know the uh, uh, the, the exposure that's coming. And it is, uh, I mean, look at the internet. It can be used for so many terrible things like child pornography, like, uh, uh, you know, the dark web and everything that we, we see there and all the hatred that we have, uh, we see exposed on the, on the internet, but it can be used for good if people, uh, uh, would with the abilities do so. And unfortunately, most of the people with the technological capabilities and the companies like the Facebooks, the Twitters and the YouTubes, et cetera obviously are on the side of the media on the side of Hollywood and they are not um you know these white hats that are going to help expose it but one person who i would say is is Julian Assange and he is not going to be staying at the Ecuadorian embassy in the UK he can uh, come live at my house giving him the to. boot now it's being reported on Twitter. I'd, I'd, I'd sleep on the sofa. I would seriously. Julian Assange can come live at my house, and he can sleep with the cats in my air conditioned bedroom. I'll take the sofa. <laughs> well, see, this is the thing. I've read some articles, and I don't know if it's because of his state of mind and where he lives. Uh, but I remember reading an article that said he uh, he didn't his hygiene was bad. His personal hygiene was bad. I don't know if that was a. Uh, just something to you know insult him if that was the media's oh, attempt at an insult or if that's the, the truth. He but can stay way. at your house. He can stay. You got yeah. a big. You have a bigger house, Joe. <laughs> yeah, uh, but okay. So it's being reported that he's going to be kicked out of the Ecuadorian embassy in the next, just in the very near future here, and we are hearing rumors now. I have not confirmed this, but Doctor Janda mentioned this on the show last night that it's very possible that he could be extradited to the United States and could be given some kind of pardon by Trump. I, I say create a new branch of the government, the uh, 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 Internet Communications Czar, and put him at the head of that, you know, to regulate Facebook and Google and YouTube and all these uh, uh, companies with their censorship and their uh, algorithms and whatnot. I, I'm not saying I hate the idea of expanding the government in any way, but if we were to, I guess he would be a, a good fit for a position like that. And don't and don't forget... Uh, uh, Bradley Manning, I will not call that person Chelsea, Bradley Manning, he was uh, a person who uh, leaked a whole ton of information. What, What did Julian Assange do? He leaked some information too, but see, for whatever reason, he... Uh, Manning got a pass from the Obama administration and got a pardon, basically commuting a life sentence, where Assange, because he 
took up the mantle and fought against Hillary Clinton because he's exposing the CIA and, and these other, uh, whether out of self-interest or, or uh, as uh, a whole, the interest of, of our community as a whole, he has been targeted. Now, his only hope is that President Trump would pardon him. And I don't know that he would do that. But uh, for Julian Assange's sake, I hope that's true. And we all know the uh, there was some fit, falsified uh, rape charges in Sweden that were dropped a long time ago. That's why he's in Ecuador and Embassy. Anyway, we're out of time. We'll pick this up tomorrow. Have a great day. The Hagman Daily Show is brought to you by The Hagman Report. Tune in to The Hagman Report weekdays, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. For more information, go to hagmanreport.com. That's hagmanreport.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.